Lately, USA is getting scarier. Half of the Americans I see all hate America. They hate the cops doing their best to take care of us and kneel for the flag and salt the soldiers that we're burying. Welcome to the PBM Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, owner and founder of Project Veteran Muscle Gym and Foundation. Here we discuss topics veteran and first responder related, which include active duty life, off-duty life, civilian life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. PVM's mission is to build physical and mental strength one veteran at a time. That being said, let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everyone, to our very first episode for PVM. Today, I have the president of PVM Foundation, Kyle Tripp. Welcome, Kyle, and thank you for joining me today. And how are you doing? I'm doing excellent, Nick. Thanks for having me. Oh, that is great. So let's just start off by uh, telling me a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Kyle Tripp. I'm part of foundation, obviously, that you created. And uh, I got a wife, two beautiful children. I grew up in a town called Genoa City. I'm still from there right now. Uh, I'm 32 years old. I served in the military, the United States Army for the Wisconsin National Guard uh, for eight years total, six active, two inactive, and uh, currently work for the railroad now. Well, that's that's pretty exciting, and thank you for your service. I can't really say thank you for my service because I didn't serve myself. I am just a normal, everyday civilian that loves this country like no other, probably more than my mother, which is as it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so where uh, where were you stationed in the military? I've been stateside my entire career. I never did actually deploy overseas. I served out of Madison and then out of Berlin, Wisconsin. Well, either way, you uh, gave your time to the cause, and there's a lot of people that can't say they did that. That's for sure. Um, was there was there any crazy experiences that you had? Anything anything special, or was it all just kind of cut and dry? For the most part, it was cut and dry. Basic basic military training. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, we made our memories. We we enjoyed our suck and embraced that suck, but uh, yeah. nothing like the sandbox. So, yeah, yeah, you you guys do plenty of throwing them back while you were. Oh, your quarter. I mean, come on, you're in the <laughs> army. Yeah, might as well. Well, in the army, right? <laughs> uh, so, how was it getting out? Like, is it was it was it tough? 
getting out? Like, was it a big change or did you kind of, or was it kind of like not all that different for you? For me, it wasn't as different because I was a civilian soldier being in the national guard. I, I did that weekend warrior thing. And then I did my two, three weeks out of the summer, sometimes a month. Um, so it wasn't a huge adjustment. Uh, it was sad. Uh, I wasn't, I was eager to get out. And then when I got out, you miss it. You look back and you, you miss all the, the crappy times that you had. <laughs> as crappy as they were, you look back and you laugh and you think, well, that wasn't that bad and we survived it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you, I'm sure you miss all the guys and everybody that you're with. Yeah, that camaraderie is, yeah. Yeah, is definitely missed. That's, that's got to be the, the toughest part of the whole thing getting out. Um, when, uh, when you got out, how was your experience like getting benefits or, or getting into the VA programs and all your, all your things like that? Did they offer you schooling, college, uh, anything like that? Because I never deployed, I, didn't, I wasn't on the school end of the benefits. Uh, in order to get like the state funding, I was told I need to continue to be active in order to get that. So unfortunately, I missed out on that. But uh, once you get out, once you're in veteran status, you have your VA home loans. There's small business loans you can work uh, work with the VA for getting, and they're I mean they're willing to talk to you and they make it kind of easy. It's not it's not pick up the phone and it's a done deal, but they work with you. They yeah. do the best that they can as long as you do what you have to do. So yeah, yeah. Did you take advantage of any of the benefits at all? Uh, the home loan we looked into, uh, but because my current career path, it was more beneficial for me to actually go the route that I went. But it was easy the way they walked me through it, and they were honest with me. And it, uh, yeah. So at this point, no, I really, honestly, I haven't used any of the benefits. Yeah, that's good. We don't we don't got to go in too much detail about it, but it's just good for other people to learn about how how accommodating the the if they are yeah, when, yeah. when you get out. So, absolutely. I mean, they're there to help. Um, so you mentioned before um, that you that you do miss the military. What do you miss the most out of it? Uh, I miss the team, the camaraderie. I miss being a part of something that's bigger than yourself. Yeah. Uh, I have a family, like I said before, so that's bigger than me, and that's that's my new team. Um, but it's a different kind of team. It's yeah. not it's not the same as what it is in the military. Yeah, do you you kind of feel that that PVM is in the direction of that camaraderie again? Do you feel like there's a there's something there that might fill that void? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a cause that's bigger than me. It's bigger than my family. It's bigger than all of us. And uh, I feel like being a part of that, you can still make a difference in people's lives. So yeah, that's huge. It yeah, it's huge, and we got a really good team with us. So yeah, I suppose that that plays into the reason why you wanted to be the president. I mean, can you elaborate on that at all? I wanted that uh, when I got out. I was an E five, uh, a team leader, and then put into a squad leader position uh, fairly quickly because our current squad leader moved up, and they needed some Joe to fill the spot, and I was the lucky one that got picked and. I just, I really enjoy that leadership aspect. I enjoy people being able to lean on me when they need help. Um, and I felt like I was good at it. Um, so I chose to accept the position of president because I feel like I can lead this team to where we need to go and where we want to go. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a lot of that in you and it, it, uh, it definitely shines through in your character and personality. And, and we're, we're definitely happy to have, have you as the leader of the, the foundation. That's for sure. Thank you. Um, so it's, we've done a lot so far. Um, what, uh, what events have you been a part of that you especially enjoyed, or is there anything that stood out so far? Uh, I like the strongman competitions because I like the physical aspect of this organization. There's men, a lot of mental behind it as well, but for me, the physical is my key. And uh, the strongman competitions, the push-pull competitions, those are a lot of fun for me. There are a lot of people involved, the community, not just the veteran community, but regular civilian community. It's just, it's a fun time. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely fun on my end too because I've 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 grew up in in the bodybuilding and powerlifting industry, and it's it was a dream for me to put the gym together because um, I I I moved away from being in a big public gym to building a gym all by myself in my basement and. It got lonely. I, I enjoy having the camaraderie, the other people around, associating with other people. Some people might say it ends up turning into a, a book club-esque type atmosphere, but we all get to discuss everything and everybody's pretty open and it, it ends up being fun, a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Um, and then, which is one of the main reasons why why I started PVM is, is I've always dreamed of owning a gym myself, but I just, I needed to build something that had a purpose because uh, there's no, there really was no drive for me to open a completely for-profit gym that all it does is collect money. And even at the end of the day, gyms don't really collect that much money. So I want to put all the money that it takes and put it into something good. Right. So uh, putting this strong board together that we have is, it's, we're, we're doing good moving forward. And it's, it's really starting to grow. Um, and one of the, one of the things that we have coming up, um, is a ruck march. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what a ruck march is? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we call it a ruck march. A lot of times in the military setting, it's, it's a training format. It's, if you have some kind of soldier of the cycle, soldier of the year, soldier of the battalion, any type of competition, what they'll do is they'll put this ruck march in play, even for just a company activity. And you load your rucksack up. I think the standard was like 35 pounds. Most of us would put more, but this minimum standard was 35 pounds in your ruck. And then you would, your standard was to ruck 12 miles within three hours. Well, with, the suicides that are going on in the veteran community, the near 22 a day on average, uh, a lot of people have turned that around and said, hey, you know what? This rock is no joke. It, it takes a lot of courage, or not courage, but guts to do it. So let's do this and show that the veterans in that situation that, hey, we'll carry that burden with you. We'll take, take on your demons with you. You're not alone. And, uh, so now it's kind of outside of the military setting. It's kind of turned into something fun and serious at the same time that civilians and veterans and active duty members right now are doing to help each other out and show each other that we're united. Yeah. Um, so 
we do have our rock march coming up this weekend. We sure do. Um, just in in honor of that, and I mean, we're really trying. Given the last couple of years and COVID, and then how everybody's been locked up, and then the the pull from Afghanistan has really been really been weighing on a lot of people's shoulders, and we've seen an uptick in veteran suicide, and we just we really can't have that. And our event this weekend, um, November seventh, uh, is is all about that. We're really trying to make people aware that this is going on because I, I really don't believe that people realize how many veterans commit suicide every day. I mean, it's it's a disturbing amount. Yeah, it's it's bad. So can you give can you give them a little bit of detail about the the event itself? Yeah. So our event's going to be November seventh, like Nick said. Uh, we're starting. Everybody should be there around six forty-five in the morning. We're hoping to step off and start the ruck at seven. Uh, after we follow a little pledge of allegiance, maybe a little national anthem. Um, from there, we're going to start at the White River Trail and we're going to walk west towards Elkhorn, following the White River Trail path. Uh, and then from there, we'll wind up meeting in Veterans Park in Elkhorn. And then from there, we'll pick up anybody that doesn't want to do the 20, the full 22 miles with us. And they'll finish the last 11 miles with us. Um, and we'll end at Whiskey Ranch in Darien, Wisconsin. Uh, we're doing this just like we've been talking to raise awareness for the disturbing amount of veterans that are unfortunately subsiding to suicide every day on an average of 22, which is why we picked that 22 miles. Um, for this particular event, it's a free event. Uh, if anybody chose to donate, they could donate and they could get a t-shirt. I think the minimum donation for a t-shirt was like $15 or something. Um, but the point of the 22 miles is to signify the 22 veterans a day. And then the weight, there is no weight limit, but the average person is going to probably put, I would say anywhere from 15 to 40 pounds on their back. And again, that weight signifies that, Hey, we're here with you. You're not alone. We will take on those burdens, those demons with you. You just need to reach out and we are here. And we just want everybody to know that. Sounds like a pretty damn good cause to me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a real good time. People are going to be tired. And on the civilian side, I, I find it really fun because you got a lot of hikers that are going to do it with us. And like for me and my wife, she's never done it, but she's coming out. She doesn't know what she's up against and she's nervous, but she's going to embrace that suck with us and we're all going to push through it. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. yeah. Is there any, uh, is there any attire that you would recommend for the non frigid conditions that we have coming up this weekend? I think it's supposed to be a whopping 55 degrees. What I would say is don't overdress too early. Like if you want to show up in a sweatshirt and sweatpants, that's fine. But before we step off, I would say downgrade to a t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt and shorts at least. Uh, the more you sweat, the colder you're gonna get. Uh, I would pack a 22 miles, <clears throat> excuse me. I would say probably a minimum of three pairs of socks, especially if you got sweaty feet. Cause that's, once those go, that's when it's really gonna start to, you're really gonna know what that suck feels like. So. I would definitely make sure you have socks, but don't overdress. If you want to add weight to your backpack or your ruck or your salt pack, whatever, 
throw that, throw your warm weather clothes in there in case it gets to be unbearable. But like Nick said, we're talking like 55 degrees. That's perfect rocking weather. You'll be comfortable all day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good time. I think everybody's going to have fun. Um, and then definitely a good cause. Um, so let's, uh, talk about future plans. I'm thinking, um, future plans in the podcast. Um, if you listen to the intro, you kind of understand what I'm aiming for. Uh, we're definitely looking to really dive deep into people's personal experiences in the military, out of the military, uh, first responders, just some of the stuff that they've seen. Cause I mean, quite honestly, police, they see some crazy stuff, stuff okay. that stuff that none of us want to see ever. Absolutely. And, uh, medical field as well. EMTs, paramedics. Yeah. Yeah. They, they see some crazy stuff on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Any, anybody, anybody that, that sees stuff, cause we were on trying to keep this as real as possible. We want to really bring the information to the people to see what these people that protect our lives and defend our freedoms really see in order for that to, that to happen. I mean, the statement freedom isn't free is the most true statement I've ever heard in my life because they are paying for our freedom and me not serving in any aspect besides this nonprofit is I'm grateful for it. I, I can't, I can't say enough because I mean, I can do all that I do because of what they do. So, um, so as for future plans in the podcast, that's kind of how it goes. I mean, I think we're going to add a few elements. Uh, one of the elements is going to be ask a veteran. So if you have any specific questions for a veteran, please feel free to email me at projectveteranmuscle at gmail.com. Again, that's projectveteranmuscle at gmail.com or reach out on our Facebook, any of that stuff, whatever way you can get a hold of us. Send me the messages and I will try and relay that to a veteran that it, it fits them best to answer that question. And we will do a, a mail hour or whatever and get your questions answered because, I mean, you, you deserve your questions answered. It doesn't matter whether it's negative, positive, you're pissed at us, you're pissed at somebody else. I don't care. I'll answer it. That's uh, we're, we're open 100%. So, um, so, I mean, since we're speaking of future here, um, Kyle, what do you see for the future of Project Veteran Muscle Foundation? Um, like, and then what uh, what would be your goals to, to move us in that forward? Uh, my goals for the foundation are huge. They're shooting for the stars. I wanted to... Uh, I want it to look like the Wounded Warrior Project was as far as nationwide. I want it to be that big. I want it to be next level scale. Um, Our plan to do that is step by step, just like what we're doing now. Right now, we're working on a local level. We're hitting it hard. We're letting the veterans know on our level, the community know, hey, we're here to help our local veterans. And as that word gets out, which it's in the last two years, two and a half years, it's blown up. we're just going to keep pushing further and further and nationwide. I want this huge. I want our team to be huge. Uh, the team that our board members, our primary board members are a huge, huge help right now. 
that are doing everything they can to make this dream of yours, of ours now, come true. Um, but on top of the board members, we have the association members or the general board members that are just kicking in nonstop. And the more we can get, the more hands-on we can get, the better it's gonna be. Uh, I believe in this foundation. I believe that by bringing not just the gym aspect, I don't wanna sound like a meathead, like, oh yeah, gym, physical, military, uh, but you bring that physical, that mental aspect to the game and you bring people together from like backgrounds you now just created a network for each other. So now everybody doesn't feel alone. Like when I when I walk into our gym here in Lake Geneva, we talk to everybody, even if I don't know them, even if they don't know me, it's, it's a family. And that's, I want that nationwide. We all want that nationwide. And we've just got big dreams and hopes for this, for this foundation. It's, it's gonna be huge. It will be, mark my words. Yeah, yeah, one of the, one of the main, one of the main things I, I want to expand to once we get a, a larger space, we're pretty constricted at the area that we're in right now. Um, there's a, we have divine jujitsu, which is in our place. Um, they, they are top notch part of, uh, part of the Gracie clan. Uh, they're just absolutely kicking ass. And I mean, pun intended, I guess, but, uh, but besides that, the massage therapy that we have, uh, Olivia, man, she's she will make grown men cry. Absolutely, um, been there. She has. <laughs> I, I need to give I need to give both of them more space so they can expand theirs too. Um, but besides that, uh, one of the main things I need and I want to do is expand into a, a sort of reverse recruiting center. So basically, when you get out of the military, you have a place to go with normal people, not some government agency that is going to give you shit to do. Because, I mean, quite honestly, it's it's not the most direct instruction of what you're supposed to do when you get out. So we are going to provide that information and hopefully most of the services uh, to be able to figure out where to go from there. And if anything, it might just be a place to hang out for you. And if that's what you're looking for, that's what we want to provide. And that's, that's our goal. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I want to see. Yeah. See we grow. can find, we can find you counseling. If you need counseling, otherwise, if you just need an ear to lean on to vent to, I mean, there, I'm telling you, you go there, you start talking and people are going to talk back. Like it's, that's what this is all about. It's not just a gym. Like you're not you're not just picking up weights and putting weights. No, it's it's bigger than that. It's much bigger than that. And you can, if you know anybody that goes to PVM, ask them. There's quite a few veterans in there right now that I've talked to that just they just want to talk. I've learned so many people's stories within three minute conversations because they just need that ear to to vent to, to lean on, the shoulder to lean on. It's it's incredible. This it's yeah, it's going to be huge. Yeah, I'm, I'm along with you. I'm very excited to see where this goes because it's it's going to snowball. We are going to have so much stuff happening, and it's going to be so good for the community and hopefully the country. Yeah, um, that's that's the goal. I mean, we want to make waves in this country. So uh, let's let's move beyond that. Um, let's let's go back to 
what we have going on. Um, as for upcoming events, uh, I know Lake Geneva has their Christmas parade uh, coming up relatively soon. I mean, we're less than eight weeks away from Christmas, which is really crazy to say at this point. Yeah, that time flew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where the heck it went, but it was good. It was real good. So um, the other event we do, one of the main events um, is our fishing derby. Um, I can't really say it's just ours over at uh, Papa's Blue Spruce in Como. They uh, they host a fishing derby that keeps gaining a whole bunch of steam. Absolute blast! Yeah, what uh, what can you tell me about last year? Oh, last year uh, last year doubled, if not more, than the, the prior year. But we had an amazing turnout out there. They had a live band for us uh, at the end. Uh, we started, I believe it was seven in the morning, six thirty, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Earlier. Everybody's out there having a good time. You got the grills going, you got Bloody Mary bars going, you got kids out there running around, having fun, playing, throwing the football, playing Ice Monster, you know, whatever kids do. Just a family fun time. And Papa's, the bar that we, we work with, is just so accommodating, set everything up for us uh, as far as raffles, 50-50, uh, breakfast. I mean, it was, it was incredible. We had a absolute blast and uh, I, I hope and I think that we're going to have even more people this year it's going to be huge it's it's a lot of fun if you do decide to come out dress warm it is cold it's ice fishing but it's a good time yeah it was pretty pretty crazy last year yeah, yeah. so but it was it was a whole lot of big fun. turnout um and then we have a giving tree this year um, over at the gym. Uh, what uh, what do you know about the Giving Tree, Kyle? So the Giving Tree is partnered with, with the Salvation Army. I believe when we made contact uh, with the Salvation Army, they gave us 50 angels. And those angels have a boy or a girl and a certain age on them. What you do is you come in, you take that, that card, and then you would go out and you would buy gifts for them, whether it was clothes, toys, whatever. It might even say on the card a specific thing that they need. Um, they usually keep it pretty general. What you do is you take that card and then you bring it back by said date. I, I want to say it's the 29th of November. It might be early December. I'd have to double check that. But at any rate, it would tell you when to bring that gift back. And then what we do is we bring all of those items back to the Salvation Army along with your angel that you picked. And then they would give those to the people that need them, that they were designated to. Uh, it's, a, it's a great, great thing. I'm sure you guys seen them other places. The local uh, Piggly Wiggly in town does it. Uh, we're doing it now. I know a couple stores down in Genoa City do it. Like it's, it's a common thing, but now we've got it going on. So it's just another way for us to give back in the community. And like I said, not just not just towards veterans, but towards our actual community. So we're, we're well-rounded we're, we're to give to everybody. So it's yeah. a good time. Yeah, we were we were hoping to do it last year. It just didn't line up quite right because we were doing it a little bit late notice. But this year, I think it's going to turn out real good. Uh, we're going to really start on it. It's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, there's nothing better than giving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> giving no, that. Seeing kids smile, it's a great, it's a great experience. Yeah, speaking of kids smiling. How was trick-or-treating? Oh, man, trick-or-treating. 
all the little ones were dressed up. They were so excited. We had, I can't tell you how many people we had come by. They were just like, oh my gosh, you guys are out here. Because we were off of an alleyway. So we were down in the alley with our table away from the building. And we just shocked a ton of people. But <laughs> those little ones were so cute and having so much fun. Some of them scared the crap out of me. I got to be honest. <laughs> oh, <same. laughs> yeah. The way they were, I was like, whoa, who are you? But uh, yeah. It was, it went very well. We got rid of all of our candy and we had a lot of candy and uh, everybody just had a great time. The entire, the entire team, the entire community. So I'm really glad they found us. Yeah, it was, it was fun. So this has been the first episode. I know it didn't sound too professional because neither one of us are professionals. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, and it's pretty late at night on a school night, but we don't really care because we're trying to bring in the information that uh, hopefully you want to hear and continue to want to hear. So we would much appreciate your feedback. Uh, any way you can give it to us, uh, that would be much appreciated. So please be brutally honest. Yes. Uh, more honest, the better. So that is all we have for today. And I am looking forward to you guys tuning in next time. Have a great one. This is Project Veteran Muscles signing out. See you.